Welcome to the Equipers Church Budapest podcast. We hope today's message will encourage and inspire you. For more information, check equiperschurch.au. Well, let's pray for a moment, okay? Wonderful Jesus. We have been already so blessed by your presence, by your beauty, by your friendship, by your love. But tonight, Lord, we are hungry for more. I am hungry for more, Lord. Anybody here in the room is hungry and thirsty for more. We want to open up our hearts, Lord, for the move of God in this place. I pray, Lord, if in any way I may be a channel, I pray for your anointing to be released and touch and minister and free people and shift things. I believe you can do it. We believe you can do it. And we welcome you, Holy Spirit, to do your ways in Jesus' name. And if anybody agree here, let me hear an amen, a clap, a hallelujah, a yes, a shout. Whatever you do in Hungary, do it now. (laughs) Together with my wife, we have the privilege of being the founders of Equippers in Rome. And uh, that was just the beginning because now Equippers is spreading in Italy, not only in Rome. And uh, we are gathering now in, uh, we have gathering now in uh, over five cities. And uh, my messages and also some of the messages of my, of our team, of our people, have been chosen, choose by national TVs, and they are broadcast for free weekly on uh, national TV, regional TVs. Uh, God has been blessing the work uh, in a way, in ways that we cannot really describe. And sometimes when I tell stories. People don't, uh, almost don't believe it because we are so used to see nothing. But I believe that as soon as we tune in the channel of God, we are going to experience God in person. And uh, we have received, we planted the Equippers Church six and a half years ago. We have received a building that is worth one million and a half, and it was given to us as a church. We are now, we have just bought a Bible school building that will be opening the doors in Rome in September this year. The Lord has blessed us with so many gifted people and uh, blessings in every corner and uh, I am overwhelmed myself the other day as I was praying I was writing on the beach Uh, I like you know to to write and I write everywhere and I was writing on the sand and I began to draw uh, what the Lord has been doing in the last few months 
And I have realized that in the, from September to now, we have started 15 new e-groups. We have started three new gatherings. God has been uh, providing all the money to almost finish the Bible school building. And as I was writing, I was overwhelmed. Uh, 25 books published. We have been preaching the gospel in 26 nations of the world. Over 1 million click in 30 days on our social media. Uh, it's like, whoa, you know, like, and uh, I'm here to tell you that the Lord, if he can do it with me, if he can do it in Rome, he can do it with you. Well, I was expecting a better enthusiasm. He can do it with you. So the title of my message tonight is What the Lord has in mind for us. What the Lord has in mind for us. What is the Lord has in mind for us? We often don't realize that he has something amazing in mind for each one of us. He has something amazing in mind for Martha. He has something amazing in mind for Pastor Wayne. And he has something amazing in mind for me. But he has, his mind is so wide that there is room for each one of us. And I want you to see uh, from the scripture uh, something that really touched my heart many years ago and many things have changed since I have received this revelation from Exodus chapter 3 verse 1. The Bible says that Moses was keeping the flock of Yetro. Basically he was having a job. Uh, it's good to have a job. Just a revelation for many people, right? If you are young and you are cold, doesn't mean that you don't need a job. Because God can find you in your job. He will not be upset with you if you have a job. And another miracle would be if you can keep a job. <laughs> because Moses was keeping the flock. <laughs> anyway, and the Bible says that the flock was his father-in-law. Before the Lord can give you something in person... He will entrust you with something that belongs to someone else. Before you can have a team, you have to serve in a team. Before you can lead a ministry, you have to serve in a ministry. Uh, you cannot have authority in an area where you have never served. And here he served his father-in-law the priest of Midian, which was even not believing the same thing he was believing. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Oreb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him. Notice that the angel of the Lord appeared to Moses while he was working for somebody that was not a believer, that was not believing right, and he was working faithfully for something that was not even his. God is looking for a heart that is willing to serve. 
And the Bible says that the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame, in a blazing flame of fire from the midst of a bush. And Moses looked and behold, the bush was in fire. I want you to know every time God speaks to you, every time God comes close to you, there is a transforming fire that is available for you. And the Bible says the fire was there, the angel was there, the bush was there. Even Moses realized he was there. But look, the Bible says that the thing, the bush was not consumed. But Moses said, I must turn away. Say with me, I'll say to the person next to you, you must turn away. Moses said, I must turn away from the flock and see this great sight. Why the bush is not burned up. Now, this is the revelation. When the Lord saw, when the Lord saw, when the Lord saw, when the Lord saw, when who? Did what? When, when the Lord saw that he turned away. When the Lord saw that he turned away from the flock to look, God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. I want you to know the fire is available. The Lord is available. The angel is speaking. And the, the bush is not burning. But nothing will happen until we turn. The Lord was moved by Moses turning. The Lord was touched by Moses looking into more understanding what is this vision that I am in? Why am I seeing this? I realize in my life that many people go through Bible school or go through experiences and encounters with the Lord and, and they know God exists. They know He's a flame. They know He's mighty and powerful, but they never turn. To get closer. They never step into the zone of understanding. They never dare to put aside. Another translation says, when Moses turned aside, they are never ready to disconnect from whatever they are doing in this natural life to look, to hear, to understand. As I was preaching the other day, I said that the presence of God reveals the purposes of God and the purposes reveal the power. So basically, as you turn, as you make room for the Lord, as you 
are willing to put aside your programs, your things, and step into the presence. Over there you discover why you were born. Over there you discover what God is having in mind for you. Over there you discover the way he sees you, not the way you see yourself. Over there you discover also the power. What kind of power did Moses discover? This is funny because not everybody will carry the power of Moses. Moses was able to open the Red Sea. Nobody else did it. Moses was able to turn a stick into a snake. Nobody else did it. Moses was doing things like the ten plagues or he was speaking to the rock or hitting the rock and water would come out. Moses was accompanied by a cloud of fire. He was accompanied also uh, with manna coming from heaven. But he was the only one doing that. Because the presence of God will look different from each one of us our understanding of his flame, our understanding of his relationship, personal relationship. I can be inspired by you, but I cannot copy you. I can be inspired by another great man or woman of God, but I cannot copy her because God has created each one of us unique. You are so unique that you need the Holy Spirit to introduce you to the real you. And you are so unique that the presence of God belongs to you and to you only. And you cannot uh, borrow the level, the glory, the understanding of someone else about the presence but at the same time you cannot take from the purpose that that person understood from the presence because every revelation is personal come on am i going too deep here is anybody listening to me today the purpose is personal the purpose is written for you is a blueprint from heaven for you uh, when my my wife got pregnant we bought the furniture we bought the clothing when we discovered it was a, a boy we bought uh, blue clothing and we bought uh, uh, you know like a wardrobe and everything was blue and uh, and and uh, and she made she bought everything with my credit card right <laughs> But we made room and plans and things because we were expecting a baby boy. How much more when God attracts you in his presence, he wants to reveal to you what he has already prepared for you for a, from a long time. He has already prepared for you things, purposes. And in his purpose is hidden his power sued design for you Moses was the only one that opened the sea Daniel was the only one that closed the lion's mouth 
Elijah was the only one that called the fire from heaven. Jesus was the only one that turned water into wine. I have tried. Because the power of God that will be given to you will be according to your purpose and will be according to the level of understanding of His presence that you have. If it is for Jesus, let's do it better, okay? So the theme of this week, of this conference, is Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. I want you to see this in a few different translations. The first one is the New King James Version. And the Bible says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that we can ask, think. Now be careful. According to the power that worketh in us. According means in agreement. You cannot agree with something that you don't know yet. If Moses would have stayed there, wow, what a beautiful, what a powerful encounter, what a fire. Let's keep on with my life. <laughs> if Moses would have stayed away from the bush, there would have been no revelation of presence, purpose, and power. And so many of us, we are not experiencing the power of God because we are not daring to get closer, to get an understanding. What type of power do you want to operate through my life. I have seen the power of God operating in my life in many, many different ways. One of these is that, uh, uh, to be honest with you, I see a lot of favor. Favor will attract a lot of fight. But favor will attract also a lot of blessings. So you want the favor? Get ready to fight as well, okay? But, but I've seen in my life the favor of the Lord. The favor of the Lord in so many different ways. The favor, that's one aspect of the power that I can agree with and I can expect God when I go in a city to give me favor, to give me maybe a building for free, to give me maybe a great connection, to give me a businessman that will pay for the whole thing. Why? Because I have understood there is a power from God operating in me according to my church plan purpose that is unfolded and revealed in the presence come on I'm preaching good here don't be too quiet so many people never stepped into their purpose that's why they never experienced the power look at this 
these are the scriptures. I love this. I love the according to the power. The way the translation says, to him who is able to transcend all limits, to do far in excess of all that we request or imagine in virtue of his power. Now, listen to this. In virtue of his power, which is act in us. In other words, God can do beyond your imagination, beyond your request, beyond your dreams, according to the power that is already activated in you. If the power of God is still dormant in you, you are running without gasoline. You are trying to do God's will with your strength. Another translation, are you ready for this? The Weymouth translation says, Now to him who, he, who in the exercise of his power that is at work within us is able to do infinitely beyond our highest prayers or thoughts. So in the exercise of his power, as you learn to yield to the will of God, as you learn to surrender to the power of God, as you learn to uh, really be willing to pursue the purpose of God. I was a businessman and there was one month of my life uh, in, in March 2004 where in one month only I made 200,000 euro. One month only. By the age of 25, I already bought my first building, 600,000 euro without any loan. I was so blessed, but then the Lord knocked at the door of my heart and I had to turn. I would have never experienced the power of God like we are experiencing now and who knows what God will do in the future if I would have stayed with my plan. We love so much this... Uh, we love so much the things of this world. We love so much our positions. We love so much the wealth of this. We love so much stuff that we miss the real thing, the real person. One more, Knox translation. Are you receiving it tonight? Yeah. Knox translation says, He whose power is at work in us is powerful enough and more than powerful enough to carry out his purpose beyond all our hopes and dreams. You see, sometimes you get discouraged because you have tried something and didn't work. Moses, uh, if we think about Moses, but let's talk about someone else. There have been people like John the Baptist. He was a revivalist. Jesus said, nobody is greater than, than John. In the Old Testament, nobody is greater than John. He never healed anybody. We don't know of any miracle of John the Baptist. But as soon as he began to preach, people flocked from all villages and surrounded villages. And his message was so good that Jesus copied it. When Jesus arrived on the scene, Jesus took the revival of John. He took the disciples of John. 
and he took the message of John. To the point that when John was arrested, he was waiting for Jesus to deliver him. And he said to his disciples, go to him and, and ask him, is he the one? Come on, John, you are the one who prophesied about him. You know, you, are the, the, you were born supernaturally. You were filled with the spirit by him in the womb. John, you know it's him. Yeah, but he's not coming to deliver in me. He's, he's not doing without, but Jesus couldn't carry on with his ministry until John was alive. When John was not anymore, Jesus began going forth with power, with the revival of John, the message of John, and the disciples of John. Isn't that amazing? Jesus didn't heal everybody. In some places he did. I wonder why in Acts chapter 2 or 3, there was a man that was for many, many years from birth at the gate, beautiful, who was crippled from birth. And he was always there, the Bible says. I wonder why he was not healed when Jesus was passing by that place. You want another one? When Jesus was born, his stepfather was named Joseph. But when Jesus was in ministry, Joseph was dead. Jesus didn't raise everybody from the dead. Not even his own stepfather. Hello. Because the power operates according to the purpose. The power operates according to the purpose. Not everybody will do the same thing. Not everybody will move in the same way. There are certain principles in the Word of God that will operate for everybody. But we need to understand what is our call, what is our purpose, and there we will find the power. I have a friend of mine who is mightily used by God, and sometimes I travel with him, and uh, he moves, you know, just last month, I think he was preaching to 50,000 people, and, uh, and he, he was joking about it, because we have it on video, he, he did the five uh, miracles of Jesus. The blind saw, the deaf hear, the mute spoke, we have it on video, the crippled walk, and I can't remember now the number five, but for him it's normal. It's normal to go all over the world and see all this happening, but then he doesn't even have a church for his own kids. He doesn't know how to put a team together, he doesn't know how to build a church, because that's not his purpose. Are you understanding me? God has something in mind for each one of us, and, there is, uh, and it is according to his purpose, and it is according to, uh, to the understanding of our purpose. Uh, I want to give you three keys. Are you there? Yeah. So number one, the power is the fruit, the result of his presence. When you carry your, His presence upon your life daily and you spend time in His presence, 
Like I, I love to do it every day. And you steward his presence and you love him and you, and you turn away from every other things to carry his presence, to hear from him, to dream with him. He can do beyond your dreams, but you got to dream for him to go beyond. He will go beyond your imagination, but you got to use your imagination for the right thing for him to go beyond. Are you with me? As you spend time with him, he will clean your imagination. He will wash it. He will enlarge it. He will give you dreams and you will give him dreams. And then you will discuss with him and then we'll kind of go, okay, because you like it, I'm going to give it to you. Recently, I've received another miracle just a few months ago, I think two months ago. I received a phone call and, I said, and, and a friend of mine said, Pastor, there is a land here in Sicily with the uh, sea view. And you can build a house, two stores here, and you can do like a pastor retreats here or prayer center whatever you like pastor and uh, it's it's a great deal and i'm gonna put the money for it you give the money to me when you have it but you need to take this and i'm thinking let me pray about it and as i'm at the phone in my room where i usually pray i look at the wall and i see a picture with me and my wife enjoying holiday in that same very spot And the Lord speaks to me, you don't know, but while you pray in tongues, because you see that picture all the time, your spirit has has developed a prayer life to give you what you are seeing. I don't know if you understand my broken English. So, (laughs) the Lord says, because you are praying in tongues in this place, your spirit can see what you have it on the wall. And because he saw it, he's been praying for it. That's why it's coming to you now as a gift. Sometimes we don't see our biggest prayers answer because we are not praying our biggest prayers. We are not seeing big dreams coming to pass because we are not dreaming. We are not imagining. We are not uh, seeing what God has in mind for us. Wow. I don't know about you, but this makes me happy. (laughs) The power is the fruit, the result of his presence. As you steward his presence upon your life, according to your purpose, miracles will be looking for you. According to your purpose, Miracles will be looking for you. Number two, the power is an overflow of his presence. So many people don't stay long enough in the presence. I like when I pray to stay much, much more, much beyond that what is needed of me. Sometimes we pray just until we, we feel we've, we've told him everything. We have, our, we have unburdened our life, and so we are, 
we think it's time to go. But if, we, if you wait, you will find out that very often the Lord will tell you, stay. 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 You cannot rush the presence of a king. And the moment you are quiet, he began to speak. The moment you are quiet, he begins to pour his life, his fragrance upon you. And there is like an emptiness of you. As you empty your life of self and things. And for Moses was the flock and was uh, the fear of Egypt. And was, you know, it took him 40 years to understand that he was a nobody. And he ran away from Egypt. And then it took 40 more years to understand that God can use a nobody. And as he was there in his presence, he understood the purpose of God. And I want you to know, as you empty your life before the throne of God, he will fill you with his presence. He will fill you with his power. He will fill you with his, whatever he has in mind. And number three, if the guy at the piano can help me. The power is the characteristic of his person. The power, God is powerful. Hello? God is powerful. As you stay with him, it's kind of normal that whatever he carries now is coming upon you. Wherever he carries, Whatever his characteristics are, now you become similar to him. Wow. Wow. I was preaching in uh, Sicily, and there was a, a woman who walked in the church building with a, a tripod. She was walking with that because she had that stiff leg. And then I was, as I was preaching, because my imagination, it's been in the presence of God. Because I have given him my dreams, I have given him my imaginations, I have given him my soul, everything within me, it sees. As I was preaching, I look at her. And in, in my imagination, I saw like a little movie. And I saw myself going to her and saying, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Now, it was scary. So never reason too much the revelation. Otherwise, you will never do it. But I dared to do it. And I went there and I say, in the name of Jesus, rise up. And walk. In the beginning, she didn't walk properly, but I push it. I push it. I worked out the miracle. And then she began to run all over the place, totally healed in front of everybody. That was amazing. I cannot heal anybody. You cannot heal anybody. But as we learn, to spend our life in his presence as we develop that exchange of life with him. Something 
some characteristic of his person will come upon us. We'll interrupt whatever we are doing and we will experience supernatural life breaking out in the midst of whatever we are doing. Can we stand in the house? Hallelujah.